twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So after uh, Virginia read her JJ article and got into it, I started looking to find out, you know, what these straight women are into. This is in the Cosmo magazine. Yeah. But what was kind of surprising is, is, you know, like I said in the past, is that I thought it was like perfume, hair, makeup, whatever this crap is, and that's what was going on. In actuality, it's all guy stuff. Now, I know you guys are saying, hey, it's a straight magazine. Obviously, the straight girls are going to care about guys. And I get that. But this is like... I don't know, on the verge of stalking men. And who's to say these articles are even correct? They've got things like 21 naughty sex tips tonight to treat him. Well, you know, certainly we wouldn't be the authority on whether these are correct or not. No, we wouldn't. But it's, it was just kind of, you know, they're like, and pushing boundary sex. And, and that's part of it. Or Whoa. there's an article called Sex He Has Alone. Is it really your business if this guy just jerks off? Well, I don't know. If you're a, if you're a nosy straight woman, perhaps it is. I, I could only see it would be your concern if either A, you're trying to have a baby so he needs to have a high sperm count, or B, you're horny and he's too tired because he's been masturbating. Other than that, it's really none of your goddamn business. Well, I don't, yeah, maybe, maybe he's jealous. I like to know when you masturbate because I think it's hot. Oh, okay. Uh, five things never to tell your guy, and it's topics of like, you flirted with some other guy. Well, no shit. I mean, they've got to have common sense. We need a lesbian magazine like this, don't you think? You know, I don't know because I think here. this I this would be like lesbian for idiots if if it was comparable to this. Well, some lesbians may be idiots. I mean, we don't know. Here's what we would call it. Here it is, and I think we can publish this magazine, Lesbopolitan. I'm not too thrilled with that. No. Okay. So we got to work on the title. Yeah, we got to work on the title. But I think this is good. I mean, I think we can share lots of tips. Yeah. Then they have a, a whole section. Like, so you've got the, the various articles. Then they have a whole section, like a subsection, and it's like you know the man manual. And I'm like, what the fuck? Then they go into couples, how to get him to start talking. How about shut the fuck up and he might talk to you. Wow. But sometimes he just sits on the couch there in his underwear, from what I've seen anyway, you know, drinking a beer, scratching his nuts. I bet if she blew him, he would, st- he would stop watching the TV. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't stop drinking the beer. But then after that, then he's still not talking to you. Yeah, he is. He's sleeping. Six ways to train your boyfriend. And they compare guys to like animals, you know, like if he's an elephant and da 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 da. And I'm like, that's so rude because if we did something like that and we printed it in our Lesbotolitan, whatever the hell magazine you want to call it, we would have such angry lesbians writing and saying that we're degrading women and this is horrible. But this is shit that they have in this one. I kind of like that idea. Six ways to train your lesbian. Yeah. And then, then they have like common sense stuff like the Cosmo Commandments. And it's 10 ways not to test your boyfriend's love. Okay, well, I think, you know, 10 ways not to not to test your partner's love. Sure, I like that. That's good. But the thing is, is like, you know, instead of like testing, how about you just like have open communication? Well, that would be too How about easy. 10 ways to get your head out of your ass and find out what's going on in your relationship? That would be a relevant thing. You're acting like people are, are able to have healthy, normal relationships. Well, some people I'm sure are, but don't you see all these fucked up codependent relationships? between lesbians don't you think those people need maybe some it, tips wait hold on you can't say that yet because oh. that's gonna be in our magazine oh okay. now i'm convinced okay. that we need to do it i'm a horrible writer but no wait a minute what know. about lesbian bed death you know you know 10 ways to overcome lesbian bed death fuck yeah there i'm done <laughs> well you know you want to you want to build it up a little bit all right okay. so here, here's how play then fuck here's how i see this magazine going is you're gonna come up with the topics and i'll do the writing on them obviously all right, but I could all right, I could do the topics and, and, and the point, and then you can, you know, fluff it. But the only article that I thought was kind of interesting that perked my curiosity as a reformed cheater was, it's called Girls Uncensored, Juicy Stuff the Other Woman Knows. So they got chicks that screwed other guys, or screwed other girls' 
boyfriends or husbands, whatever, to write in and answer some of these questions. But don't you think you would be an authority on that too from your younger years? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I, 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 I'm like, you know, breaks. Let me take a look and see what's going on. All right. So what do they got in there? So one of them was, what made him cheat? And sometimes they said, you know, people can be in different relation, different places in life. You know, for example, maybe she's a little bit older and he's a little bit younger and she wants to settle down and he doesn't. Wow, that sounds like us. Except um, that, you know, now I'm over the not wanting to settle down because I'm just too tired and old and lazy. No, no, the younger one would be the one that doesn't want to settle down. Since I'm younger oh. than you, that would be my, my, oh, my see? point. See, you wanted to settle down. Yeah, I'm ready to do the nesting. Right. They had fighting about like money or something, you know, things like that. If it's your boyfriend, it's none of his fucking business what you do with your money. Now, if you start taking his money, I can understand he'd be upset. Yeah, but you see, in, in a lot of uh, relationships, one partner makes more money than the other. So, you know, of course they're interested. Then there is one that a woman was like really insecure with her relationship and she'd constantly call the boyfriend, text him and, and this sort of thing. But, you know, these are women that slept with these guys. Well, she had a reason to be worried. Yeah, he was see? fucking her. See, that's not a bad reason to be insecure. But the one that really tripped me out, which I thought was just flat out evil. And this is the quote. I used to be what you call a serial mistress. And my theory is that, that you can't wreck a happy home. And it's like... So she was, what, trying to prove that theory wrong or something? Well, no, she's just out screwing all these guys. And, you know, it wasn't her fault is what oh, she was saying. Oh, she's and saying I mean, it should be okay anyway. Yeah, she's like, you know, hey, if it's already a messed up relationship, there's nothing wrong. You know, except the guy could have broke up with her. Yeah. And then the other one that I really loved was, I was crazy and adventurous in bed with him, whereas she preferred to have sex and then go to sleep. Oh. Well, I kind of pop her theory because... It was like, you know, what made him cheat? So he didn't know that you were a freak in bed at the time that he fucked you. It had absolutely nothing to do with it. That was just an added bonus. Right. So I just I just didn't buy that. And, oh, um, I see. Well, maybe he heard from other people who she had cheated with. That other she married was a freak guys in bed. or boyfriends. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this chick, you know what? She, no commitments. It's one night. It's good. Rock your world to the moon and back. Uh, you know what? I experienced something like that. I now, had a friend who... Were you the freak or were you the person trying the freak on? I was the person who was trying the freak on. One of one of my friends was saying that the person that they used to date was like a total freak and extremely adventurous. And I was like, really? And oh, oh this, that, the other. And uh, she started flirting with me and this sort of thing. And You're like, I'm going to try this. Yeah, I did. I'm going to tap that ass. I did. Did she reach around and try and uh, give you some secret garden pleasure? No. You know what? She wasn't a freak. Oh, really? You know, not not what my de- definition of a freak would be. And so I slept with her once, and I was like, huh, no, that wasn't freakish. I've I've had more fun with other people. And it was like there was absolutely no emotional connection, so it was just, you know, having sex. Straight on touching your vag. It was so- just fucking, and it did nothing. And then I thought, maybe I missed something, and I went back again to see oh. if I missed anything. Yeah, maybe she was and just I having didn't. a bad day or something. Yeah, and then she started calling my house all the time, and my girlfriend oh. said that I needed to end it, so I did. Oh, wow, your girlfriend was just like that? Just like, you know, could you please end that? Because she's annoying me. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, goodness gracious. Yeah, so, but I mean, to me, like, you know, when, when they were going through all these things of what made him cheat, what made him cheat, I'm going to spell it out, and, and I'll include myself, and I'll just use me as an example, and you could put him or her in that category. We're selfish. All we think about is ourself. We're just looking at someone new getting us off. It's just about us not caring about anybody else's feelings. We deny other people's feelings in our head. We don't even think about that. And we go out and we do whatever we want because we're selfish motherfuckers. And you should not date us. 
And well, I think that okay. Well, then when we're you're gonna, participating, I'm, yeah, I've I'm been gonna, I have been clean and sober on cheating for years now. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say we're going to have to break up after we're done doing this podcast. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it was just like you know, he he did it because he could. Well, I think some people also enjoy the conquest. But once again, it's, it's you're being selfish. It's about the fun of the conquest. You don't give a shit about the person you're in a relationship with because you only care about yourself. One of the things you did mention that I wanted to just find out a little bit more about because we've never talked about this before is um, what would you consider a freak in bed? Because I might need to learn something. I might need to go buy some books this afternoon while you're out having lunch with your mom. Oh, that's nice. I'll be having lunch with my mom and going, hmm, I wonder what Virginia's buying. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think it was just something that I, I haven't experienced before. What do you think that is? I, I'm not sure. Surprise I, me. I, you know, I wow. don't know. Surprise you. I might go places I'm you don't want me to go. I'm not into anal stuff. Oh, okay. I'll tell you that right now. I'm that not into anal stuff. Wouldn't that surprise you, though? I'd be pissed. Hey, woo! <laughs> I'd be pissed. Here's a butt plug shoved up the ass. <laughs> it's got a little uh, pony tail on at the end of it. No, I think it's just, you know, trying different things and being adventurous. But I think, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, you just kind of feel it and you're like, oh, that was fun. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to have to get some books. Maybe I'll have to search around on the internet today. All right. Another thing that they said is 22% of people that are in monogamous relationships have cheated. So that's roughly one in four. Yeah. So now what I'm looking at is I'm looking at Virginia because I know I haven't. I've been good for years. I stopped that because if if I cheated once, you know, then it's kind of of like the alcoholic. It's that one drink and that's it. So I've been sober for a long time. Okay. Let me. So now I'm thinking that you might have something funky going on. Well, yeah. Let me. Well, let me put it to you this way if it's one in four people and there's two people in a relationship that means that half of all relationships have had one or the other partner cheat one out of every two so now i think about all the couples that we know and i think oh yeah so half the people that we know fascinating because like i'm thinking of our friends and stuff and i really don't picture them doing that well who are all these cheating pigs out here that are contributing to these statistics you know well these statistics are just like with straight couples Oh, okay. Now, um, this is not couples? this is not an advocate or curve or oh, out. Oh, see, this so, is but this, this is, is I think the men skew with the numbers. But this is why we need to create lesbopolitan because we need to have these statistics for lesbians. I guess that would work. One of the other things that I thought was funny is like they start talking about you know how did the affair begin, and out of this, there's like five examples, and three out of the five alcohol was involved, and then you had some like you know like it was a work person. And then you had like an ex-girlfriend that they tapped. Well, you know, interesting thing about work is that if you work a full-time job and you work 40 hours a week, I mean, you're seeing these same people for 40 hours a week, 40 hours, probably more than I see you during a week. You know, and that, and that's true. But I guess the thing is, is that if you have a job you like, here's some advice to everybody. Don't have sex with anybody at work because when the relationship ends and it will, you've got to see this person and now everybody's in your shit. So it's better not to do that. Especially if it's your boss. Yeah, that's even worse. But then, you know, you got your sexual harassment lawsuit. Now you're a millionaire. Right, but, that's so, true. There's this one that I actually loved, and it pissed me off, and I'll explain why. It says, I met him when I was uh, shoe shopping in a store he managed. He offered me a job as an assistant, and on my first day, our chemistry was so intense that we had sex right there in the store before it opened. I've worked in retail. I have not had sex when I was younger, because I know now that I'm older, I don't want to have sex with people at work. But when I was younger, I- I'm pissed. I-, I never got fucked before the store opened or even after it closed. Wow, yeah, I worked at Burger King. And first of all, I'm not sure I would want to have screwed any of those people at work. And then where would we do it? On like the greasy grill or the disgusting bathroom where people made shit art on the walls earlier that day? <laughs> I don't think my options were good. Well, I mean, I did actually, I did once came really close to having sex at work. 
when I was working at one of the newspapers a long time ago, I won't mention which one, <laughs> I brought the 24-year-old. We were stopping either on the way to or from like a club and I had to pick up some paperwork and we started making out and I almost did it on my desk. Luckily I didn't because two of my friends came in that were straight and I'm like, hi. And I mean, if if they were there maybe 20 minutes later, stuff would have been off and wow. that would have been really embarrassing. Why are these papers wet? Yeah, I don't know. The other one that I also like is how did he get away with it? The lies that they used. Three out of the four was work and one was school. So they're staying late. Oh boy. See, I always get guilty. This is the funniest thing is anytime I call you from work and say, honey, I'm going to be a little bit late tonight. I have to go do this or that or the other thing. Just in the back of my mind, I feel, and I've never cheated on a relationship. I feel this little like, you know, guilty piece of me come out and like, I wonder if she thinks I'm cheating. Oh my God. That's what I'm so going to do. I'm going to wait a while. So you forget this conversation and you're going to start that. And I'm going to start screaming at you and calling you a fucking whore. And I'm tired of this. Me and the dogs aren't going to do this and put up with this. And we're we're going, changing the locks. We're going to mother's house right oh, now. Oh, no, no. We're changing the locks. Oh. You can stay at a fucking hotel. Okay. Just to freak you out and then I'll hang up on you. Nice. And I'll see Real if you nice. remember the conversation or, or you're like, that bitch is doing that thing she said she's going to do on the podcast. That's right. So at the end, they start saying, in order to learn so this doesn't happen to you, what you need to do is when the guy cheats on you, you need to ask him why. Put away your jealousy. Don't be angry at him and ask him why he cheated on you. Once again, it goes back to, it's not about you, dear. It's about that person being a selfish motherfucker. Yeah, I could give a shit less. You're leaving. Right. And then sometimes people get back together again and they're like, well, then how do you reunite the uh, passion and I'm thinking well let's see after the AIDS test the STD test trust issues not being able to believe you it ain't happening right so I guess cheating is common within the straight world the gay world whatever I think if you feel something you don't believe them you might want to look into it worst case scenario hire cheaters from Texas hey there you go you can be on TV bye (laughs) 